0: Hi, welcome back to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. So we are here again for another community check-in. Thank you, everybody who filled in your check-in form. If you're listening to this on the podcast and you are wondering who all these people are that I'm discussing in this podcast, it's basically my online community. We do a community check-in and Q&A every single week. And so the people who I'm talking about, the questions that I'm answering, they are members of my online community. You can join the online community, just click the link in the show notes to find out more about how you can join. So let's get cracking. So we're going to get started with the wins. Now I've got to be honest, we have got so many check-ins today that there is absolutely no way that I can read out um all of the wins and I've got loads of struggles and loads of questions to go through so I'm just going to keep the wins really short and sweet because although it's amazing to celebrate everyone I want to get into the nitty gritty and I want to really help you with the things that you're struggling with so First one we've got Jenny, despite the week not going as intended with longer work days, unplanned food, less activity than normal, I didn't write it off completely and tried to control what I could. Even when things didn't go to plan, I didn't get too bogged down. This is really, really important. When things aren't perfect, it's really easy for people to just give in and be like, right, what's the point in trying because I'm failing anyway? And that's really a mindset that's going to hold you back. We want to make sure that even if things aren't perfect, we show up for ourselves in the best way that we can. So, for example... If you are really struggling with your steps it doesn't mean that you need to go home and just eat nothing but chocolate. If you are really struggling to hit your workouts it doesn't mean that you should forget about your steps because there's no point. We don't need to do all of the things all of the time to get results. You would be amazed at how amazing your results will be if you just move forward without any expectation of it being perfect. Life is a roller coaster. We have ups, we have downs, we have chaos happening, especially for women who are living busy lives. A lot of you have children, a lot of you have family members that you're caring for, demanding jobs. And so it's unrealistic to expect that we're going to be perfect you might get the odds perfect week but they're few and far between we need to make sure that we move forward even in the mess even in the chaos and that we show up for ourselves in the best way that we can each day so it's not about being perfect with everything what can you do with your week that is going to help you feel proud of yourself things are going to come up And that's part of life. So it's not throwing in the towel and quitting when it can't be perfect. It's showing up in the best way that we can. So well done, Jen. Proud of you. Next, we've got Alicia who said she's enjoyed this week. She's got back to cooking and she's been enjoying thinking of new things to eat that they can all have as a family. Um, this is really important. So, you know, you want to be able to eat with your kids. You don't want to have to eat something different to your partner. And so um, that's something that I really encourage. People make a massive mistake when they start a diet or start a new um healthy eating regime. They will just stop eating all of the food that they love and stop eating with their family. You can still have curry, cottage pie, lasagna, pasta bakes. You can still have all of those things. There might be ways that we could make them a little bit Um, lowering calories so maybe that's tweaking portion sizes or tweaking some of the ingredients but you definitely still can't eat with your family you don't need to eat like a rabbit you don't need to be eating all different meals to everybody else in the house so this is really important for sustainability for you to be able to stick at it long term we need to be able to enjoy our food and if enjoying quality time with your family looks like it's sitting down and eating meals together that needs to be part of your journey um so she's done Alicia's done two workouts and she's going to do well she did the third yesterday she said that she was also out all day and night on Saturday but she was stayed conscious of her food and drinks while still enjoying herself again a really big win the goal is not to strip away and take away all of your social activities and suck the fun out of life we need to in order to get results that last We need to learn how to socialize with our friends, how to eat out, how to drink alcohol in a way that doesn't sabotage our health or our goals. And so often when clients will say to me, right, I'm not drinking for the next six weeks or I'm not going to go out. I've said no to everything for the next six weeks. I'll be the first one to encourage them and say, please, no, do go out. Do arrange these things because this allows us to look at your choices and your decision making and tweak things and learn how to manage a nice fun sociable life if we suck all of the fun out of life while trying to lose weight or while trying to be healthier then once we do start living life again, we won't be able to sustain those results. We have to learn how to navigate the meals out, how to navigate the alcohol. So I want you to live your life. And so um a lot of that is being conscious of your choices while you're there. Switching from the cocktails to the lower calorie drinks. Switching from the creamy pastas to, you know, fish, meat based meals. And picking and choosing what you are going to order in a way that fits your goals. Out. So... Andrea said that she's genuinely being committed to the process and made changes where she could and completed her food diary as she ate it rather than remembering what she'd eaten. So when we are filling in a food diary, so when we're filling in a food diary, one of the biggest mistakes that I see is that people get to the end of the day and expect that they're going to be able to remember what they've eaten all day, which is completely unrealistic for anybody to be able to, to do. So we want to make sure that we are tracking in advance and making sure that when we are um, going throughout the day, it's already kind of there. If we just track everything at the end of the day, you're going to get portions wrong. You're going to get forget about snacks. You're going to forget about coffees. You're going to forget about things. And so do it in advance or do it on the go. My Best advice is to track your food the evening, the last thing you do before bed, plan your whole day of food the following day or first thing in the morning with your cup of tea or coffee, plan your food for the full day rather than going through the day and winging it. Plan a little bit ahead, it doesn't take time, it literally takes a couple of minutes to do, it doesn't need to take up a big big chunk of your time. Um. so well done for that Andrea it, it's it's that way you're going to actually remember what you've eaten rather than doing it at the end of the day and it all being completely off. Vicky was away on holiday for a few days and although it wasn't perfect she didn't use it as an excuse to pick out and eat whatever she fancied. She got steps in and she got her workouts in which is great when you're on holiday obviously the goal is to enjoy yourself but if you do have a fat loss goal for something important it is probably a good idea to stay mindful of what you're going to do uh, what you're going to eat and whether you're going to train and when we're on holiday the temptation is there to eat lots of food and to indulge in cocktails beer wine all of that and um, but you know we don't need to do that every single time and if you can still enjoy yourself while choosing healthier options or while um filling yourself till 80% full rather than completely bursting at the seams then that is amazing and um, so Anna really would encourage you to to do that so if focusing on your food and exercising is literally going to suck the fun out of the holiday then you just live your life you enjoy yourself um but if you're somebody who goes on holiday regularly then you might want to try and uh, get a little bit better at managing how you eat. So I thoroughly enjoy myself while I'm away, but I tend to stick to me three meals and I tend to just always eat until 80% full because I don't want to come back from holiday feeling shit about myself. Um, so well done for that. Liz has finally got into the nine stones Um. on the scales. So she's been working hard doing the Ignite 6 challenge and her weight is coming down slowly and steadily, which is exactly what we want it to do. If we basically slow and steady wins the race, people do fast fat loss and really restrictive diets, thinking that that's going to get get them to their goal quicker. But in fact, it keeps them in this constant yo-yo dieting cycle. And so to go fast, we need to go slow. We need to make it sustainable. We need to make it long-term. And so um, slow and steady is actually really, really good. And I love to see it. I feel really impressed by people who lose a pound a week for 16 weeks than people who lose 16 pounds in three or four weeks because they literally starve themselves and then they just fall off the face of the planet and I don't hear from them again. Like, because it's just shown that their the habits have not actually been changed They have just done something really, really restrictive and then just disappeared, probably regaining that weight only to reappear in a few months' time. Um, Ashley said her biggest win is three workouts and getting 14,000 steps per day, so super, super active. Um, She meal prepped last Sunday and um, she said that it massively helped when she got home from work. She could just heat it up and relax. This is really such a helpful thing to do one of my favorite things to prep is something in the slow cooker and so i like to do the cuban beef from pinch of nom or i do a chicken soup and um even things like curries and scouses or stew if you if, if you're not from liverpool are amazing to do in a slow cooker and just last you a few days so when you get in from a late night um, or a busy day in work, or you've been running errands with the kids and stuff like that, just throw it in a microwave and eat it. This is why I also think getting meal preps can be really helpful for many women, and also um, not even buying meal prep from a meal prep company, but the Aldi ready meals or the MS ready meals. I know when I've got a really busy week, if one of the girls from the gym is off work, I'll go to Marksie's and I'll get them ready meals so that when I get in at eight o'clock, I don't need to cook. I can just bang that in. And if I'm going to get a takeout, then it'll be like a Nando's or a Turkish, something high in protein and something nourishing. Um, so good shout to be prepared, to be organized. I think what we need to do is think about our week. So if you're sat here on Sunday or Monday and you're like, oh, this week is going to be absolute chaos, but you don't put anything in place then how do you expect to win the week? If you know it's going to be absolute chaos, then what are you going to do? What are you going to do to make that easy for yourself? Are you going to prep food? Are you going to go and get some ready meals? Like actually take action to make the week easier rather than just be like, this week's chaos. I'm not going to be able to do do my stick to my targets. You actually could stick to your targets if you just literally nip the shops or spend half an hour prep prepping something, you know, even chewing a pasta salad literally one of the easiest things that you could prep for a couple of days. Um, Sam said she averaged 10k steps a day which she was massively struggling with before Christmas but she said that she's been doing small things like parking further away from work and from shops. You would be surprised at how much of a difference that makes. Every time you go to the supermarket instead of getting the closest space get the furthest one and you'll get more steps. Every time you go to work if you go every day park at the furthest space away rather than the closest. This is what I used to do. Um, taking the stairs more was another one. That's what Sam said she did. And I always I always used to go to the toilet on a different floor. So I worked on the third floor, but would go for a wee on the second floor. Yes, it takes a, a sixty seconds more, but your boss isn't going to be like you were an extra six. Si- you were an extra sixty seconds for your wee. You know, like no one really gives a shit that much. So do these little things; it makes a difference. Okay. um two more wins and then I'm going to move on Colleen had another fitting for her mother of the bride dress and she's had to have it taken in again, um, another one who absolutely smashed the Ignite 6 programme and she is now part of the Confidence Club and she's still getting insane results so absolutely love that and then we've got Nikki whose weight um hadn't moved for a few weeks she felt that the scales had been stubborn but she's dropped three pounds and the reason I wanted to bring this one up is because weight does not always react the week that we do the work sometimes it takes a little bit of time so I always say this if like somebody's done a perfect week and then they step on the scales and get really frustrated that the scales haven't moved i'm like no that's just not how it works it doesn't mean that the scales aren't going to go down it's just not instant you know if you eat well one day you're not going to lose weight the following day guaranteed just like if you eat you know three thousand calories one day you're not always going to gain fat like it's just we need to make sure that we give it a bit of time and we give it a bit of consistency and we look at our weight loss over time not just every single week um And I know that it's frustrating, the scales can be frustrating, but they're not going to go down every week. Like, I can't stress that enough. Your expectation of them going down every week is the problem, not the scales. The scales are just doing their thing. That is what the scales do. Um, I just have to say a massive well done to Morma, who ran a 10k and survived, and to Lou, who did her first ever 10k. Well done. I have got a whole new appreciation for running. I was always incomplete admiration of these people who do long distance running and never understood why people enjoyed it but obviously i'm on a bit of a running journey at the moment and i love it not gonna lie i am feeling pretty hooked on running and um, it's the endorphins afterwards for me like how amazing they just you just feel unreal for going um so well done to both of you for that that's literally such a good achievement 10k is not easy um Okay, so we have got other wins, but I'm sorry, I'm I'm rambling on too much, so we have to just move on, because <laughs> we've got lots and lots of questions, lots of new members to the community, so lots of questions, which are fabulous. Okay, so struggles. Remember, the struggles and the questions are anonymous, um, so we won't be sharing who these are from. Okay, so it was the week of my period, so I do think I eat a bit of chocolate. I eat a bit more chocolate than normal, I tracked it, it was in my calories, but my protein suffered, okay, so, and she also said that she's struggling to weigh, she struggles to remember to weigh everything, now the weighing everything is really easy, like, electric scales on your kitchen top, don't put them in the cupboard, just keep them on the kitchen top, and when you put together a meal, you weigh it, honestly, it's easier than getting out a teaspoon and a tablespoon and a cup, it's easier like than, than what we think we literally just have the scales on the kitchen counter and like everything you make is just it's just accounted for this is actually a habit that I would suggest that people kind of stay in I don't track food anymore but I do still weigh it if I try and free pour oats or pasta or anything like that or rice like these types of things I just I, they're always wrong and so to make the most of the shopping that I actually buy you know like so that food isn't going to waste and stuff I, and to make sure that my portions are you know in line with what I'm trying to achieve I'll make sure that I am weighing my food because it really does um make it e- like make it easier to, to control those portions um so let's go back to the period and the um chocolate so I eat a bit more chocolate than normal this is completely normal I don't know many women who who don't eat a little bit more chocolate at this time of the month i know that i definitely do and actually did you know that dark chocolate can actually really help with pms symptoms and with um period pains and stuff like that and it's because it's high in magnesium and we we need magnesium at that time and so having a little bit of chocolate is like complete, it's it's like in us it's something that we we crave for a reason like magnesium is in dark chocolate it's not in milk chocolate which is what most of us eat but it's in it's in dark chocolate and so there is a reason that we crave it like it's it's totally normal um what i would say is that we shouldn't be replacing protein with chocolate so at these times of the month you know when we do have a bit more cravings or if we're stressed tired sleep deprived all these things when cravings can creep up we shouldn't be Sacrificing protein for chocolate. My kind of way of making myself kind of eat nutritious food first is if I have, you know, my three nutritious meals in mind and planned, then I will have my little bit of chocolate. And it's not like it's a reward for eating well, but I need to fuel myself first in order for me to feel good when I wake up tomorrow, when I wake up in six months, when I wake up in six years. Like, I need to have good fuel in my body like those days of and I have had many 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 days where all I've had is chocolate and there's been no meals it's just been chocolate but I've never woke up feeling great from that it didn't result in me having good energy good mood. Um so we want to make sure that we are prioritizing the nutritious food and the chocolate is like a little add-on and so prioritize your protein first once you've got over the 100 grams of protein by planning your meals, or you've ate your three meals and you're over that hundred grams, then have a chocolate bar. Like if you get over that hundred gram minimum mark, have a chocolate bar. Okay, like do it, enjoy it. You deserve it. Um, what I would say as well is that in the day or two lead up, and when we are actually on our period, depending on when your hunger does spike, because it's a little bit different for everyone, um, you can afford to eat up to two hundred more calories on that day. If you wanted to take yourself to maintenance, you could, and that wouldn't sacrifice fat loss. It is okay to go over your calories for a day or two when you're having those extra hungry days around your period. Reason being is our metabolic rate slightly increases when we are... um, God, my tab's just closed. Our metabolic rate slightly increases when we are due on our Like It takes a lot of energy, basically, for our body to... Shed the lining of its womb. And so we can afford a few extra calories. We can actually allow ourselves that 100 to 200 more. So if you've got to the end of the day, you've run out of calories, but all you can think about is chocolate, have some. Yeah, like that's okay. But then the following day, just recognize that you didn't ruin it. It's okay to go over your calories sometimes. The week is not destroyed. Just get back to it. Just if you can't stay in your calories the following day, then do a lot of us need to realize that it's not that easy to ruin your calorie target one of one of the new members messaged me saying oh i'm so frustrated i went over my calories yesterday but it was by like 100 calories there is no way 100 calories is ruining your whole week like it you've got a buffer there okay there's a bit of a buffer before we hit maintenance and then after maintenance then comes the surplus so you're not ruining things by honoring your hunger um at these at these times Okay, so this person travels around every single week for work. So this can be a bit, a bit of a challenging way of life to navigate. So she was invited to a client dinner where the menu was set. So I had no control over what I was eating. So first thing I would suggest, if, if you are in this situation, which does happen sometimes is try and practice eat until 80% full. Now, I know a lot of the girls who've been in the community for a long time are really well practiced at this now, um, but it might feel completely alien to you if you are new at it. Basically, what it means is when you are eating a meal, you don't need to finish the food that's on your plate. I know that we were taught when we were kids not to waste food, but then we shouldn't be force-feeding ourselves either. Like, you are not a bin. You need to make sure that you... Um, are stopping when you are satisfied rather than bursting at the seams so when you are eating a meal be okay with leaving some on the plate and have the expectation if you're looking at it and it's a big portion and it's a big meal you know have be okay with leaving some be like right okay i know i'm gonna leave some here and i accept that it's not rude you know it's you're gonna eat until you're satisfied you don't need to be force feeding yourself Um eat slowly and mindfully. So chew your food properly, think about what you're tasting, put your knife and fork down between bites, slow right down, and then stop when you're feeling satisfied. So for example, I know that this is hard to do. Yesterday I went to a Chinese, and my dad was here, he just shows up every now and again, lives in Wales. Um, My dad was in Liverpool, he wanted a Chinese, went and met him. I chose a Singapore Vermicelli, you should have seen the size of the plate that was in front of me, and I just thought Um, I'm going to leave about half of this but I'm going to stop when I'm feeling satisfied and so it was just just really really slowly I was chatting away um, and then kind of just stopped before I was like oh I feel full so like we shouldn't be leaving the table like oh struggling we shouldn't be having to open up our top button we should be able to like get up and go for a walk after a meal we should feel energized not lethargic after a meal and so it's just stopping when you're like you know what I feel good I'm not stuffed I'm not struggling to breathe I feel satisfied from what I've had I've had a little taste of everything I enjoyed it I'm gonna leave it there it's a skill, it takes time, but it makes a massive difference and it will really reduce how much you eat when you are out of control, uh, when you're not in control of what you're eating. Um, next thing is, I travel to London two or three days a week. Yeah, two or three days a week. I'm not able to cook as I don't have facilities. London is literally the place to be if you are not cooking. Um, so I used to travel to London quite a lot for work. And there is tons and tons of places that you can get delivery from. I don't even know if delivery is still in London. It was in Manchester when I lived there. But Uber Eats, Just Eat, whatever. If you go on something like that when you're in London, there is loads and loads of healthy options. Look for Nando's, Greek places. There's itsu, There's like salad places. There's Chopped, Tampopo. Um, Wagamama's is even calorie counted. So, you know, you can see the calories on the menus for a lot of places. London is literally so accessible for food there's a lot of people in London who are really health conscious and there's also a lot of people in London who do not cook um so like I always say eating out is not the problem socializing is not the problem it is the choices that you make getting a takeaway is not the problem it is the choice that we make and if you're in a city center or if you've got access to literally tons of restaurants on uber eats or to go out and eat at you can choose wisely i am confident of that in fact i know it because when i used to spend time in london i used to choose healthy restaurants i used to take the people who i was working with to the best choices for me um and even if it wasn't you know i would choose a steak or chicken or something like that rather than really indulgent meals so it isn't about where you are it is about what you choose you could go to a Uh, a service station and you know there's hardly anything there just a few sandwiches and you could still make a choice that was decent you don't need the greg sausage roll you could have the high protein sandwich instead um okay so i'm treating myself to an eye operation so she's basically getting an operation on her eyelids it's drawing nearer and she's overthinking it and it's it's affecting her sleep she said, but she, she's she got a new body. She's literally had the most amazing transformation, this lady. Um, and so she's getting a new eye. <laughs> she said, I'm not going to be able to train for a couple of weeks. So that's making me a little bit sad, but I'm sure all the work I've put in won't be undone. And as soon as I can, I'll be right back at it. So the sleep thing, first of all, just make sure that you're not letting yourself get into an overthinking spiral before bed. I would massively recommend listening to a sleep story or a sleep meditation calm that the, the calm app has amazing ones whenever my mind is racing um, I just throw one of them on doing a little 5 minute or 10 minute stretch before bed can really helps switch your brain off too reading before bed can help switch your brain off as well so just try and make sure that you're getting into bed in a calmer state when we've got a lot going on like you know like I know this with when I was doing the IVF like it was switching off was really, really hard because I was thinking, oh, I've got this scan tomorrow, what's gonna to get said? Oh, I've got this um egg retrieval tomorrow, what's gonna to happen? Then I've got, you know, and you're just waiting for days and days in that two-week wait, and it is torture. So they those were the things that helped me. I remember I went away with the girls while I was in the two-week wait and I had to have a sleep story on every night to go to bed because I was in a strange place. My mind was fucking racing. Um and so those cut the Calm app literally saves me. I I fully believe that when I downloaded the Calm app in 2020, my life changed in so many ways. Like like when I got my Lumi alarm, <laughs> my life changed then too. So I would say try things like that. Try and make sure that you're doing what you can to to keep yourself calm. Um then with regards to the not exercising, it is not gonna set you back. I think we massively Overestimate how much of an impact it's gonna have if we have a couple of weeks rest, and due to surgery or due to illness or something. The main thing that we need to be mindful of is nutrition. That is what makes the biggest difference in terms of what we weigh. Okay, so if you're gonna gain weight, it's because you've eaten more food than what your energy, um, what uh, you've eaten more energy than what you've expensed. If you lose weight, it's because you've less energy than what you've expensed. Now we put too much emphasis on the impact of exercise thinking that that burns most of our calories in the day but it's literally something mad like i can't even remember the exact number Five to fifteen percent. I think it's like ten percent of your calories of the whole day are burnt during exercise through a workout. So we don't work out to burn calories. We don't work out to manage our weight. We actually work out to get stronger, fitter, and healthier. That's why we do it, and it's for our um, our mindset as well. Like mental well being is massively improved by exercise, and a new study has just come out um talking about that saying it is a really really good um way to help with with managing you know your mental well-being and stuff it's not the only way you know we can't just exercise away depression and anxiety and stuff but it really does help so we exercise for those reasons it's the nutrition that makes a difference in terms of weight management so as long as you just don't go off the rails with your foods and stuff which you won't because you've built some cracking habits Um, you will be absolutely fine when you come back to the gym you're going to feel a little bit sore you're going to feel a little bit tender but you know what it's like after a week or two you'll be over it okay um so I've only attended the gym once due to illness this has been so frustrating for me as I've been making so much progress and getting stronger I won't be able to come back until Wednesday at the earliest and um this is subject to me feeling better So when you're not well, please stay out of the gym, girls. Like I can't stress this enough. When someone walks into my gym sick, I'm like, why are you here? Not just for the fact that you might make everyone else sick and their kids and their 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 kids' mates and then every other family, and it's all this big knock-on effect. But also your body can't recover if you're exercising. We need to make sure that when we are genuinely unwell, that we rest. Like I've just said, it's okay to miss a couple of workouts if you're sick, like that's absolutely fine. You will not lose strength, you will not lose muscle in the space of a couple of weeks. We wanna make sure that we get ourselves better, focus on sleep, hydration, good nutrition. And then when you get back to the gym, you'll find that it really wasn't that bad. Like I said, you might feel a little bit sore. It might take you one or two workouts to lift what you were lifting previously. But that's mainly because your energy levels aren't really there from being sick. You won't lose muscle. You won't lose strength. It is all good. So you just wrap yourself up in cotton wool, get yourself better, and then we'll see you in the gym when you are better. Um... I wanted to bring this one up, this is only part of a struggle, but somebody mentioned that she's a hairdresser and she's self-employed and I felt like I couldn't skate past this because as somebody who's self-employed, I really do relate to this so I don't always manage my time the best I can run into my lunch break or sometimes if someone wants to book in I'll book them in in my lunch break and then I'll miss a meal and then when I finally get a minute to eat or when I finish I end up binging I'm assuming she doesn't mean binging like out of control but she ends up overeating on foods that maybe she wouldn't have eaten um in a planned meal she said she starts snacking on crap for just for a sugar rush uh, to get me through so, I fully relate to this. This is why I couldn't just skate past it. So, while, when I was... When I started out my personal training career six years ago now, I was pt first thing in the morning. So, I was getting up, going to the gym and pt in six till eight. And then I was working in an office nine till five. And then pt from six until nine. And then in my lunch breaks, I used to whip, like, literally sprint to the gym, do a quick workout and obviously you know that was all within the space of an hour so I know what it's like to have no time for yourself and I know what it's ha- what it's like to be self-employed and really want to build your business and really want to earn money and um, when I then went full-time personal training I, w- I was even worse at holding boundaries because I was relying so much on that money to pay my bills I was saving for a house it was all very stressful and overwhelming um, and so I get the self-employed life like there isn't a pre any pressure like it like you know i spent years five years being employed by an employer and i've spent six years being self well, five years being fully self-employed and honestly the pressure is next level when it comes to like having to work to, to you know it's all based on how many hours you put in um and so i get this and so holding boundaries can be hard what I would suggest is that obviously the running into your lunch break is a hard one. Um what can you do to make your yourself more productive? What's taking you long with a client? Is it talking? Is it getting distracted? Is it cramming too many people in? Um you know what is it that's making you run over what can you do about that is there anything that you can do and um, when you when you are thinking like i know that my my hairdresser she'll put like a color on and then she'll have her lunch while the color's on like i don't know if that's an option um so like what what can you do what easy things can you eat while someone's in your chair like i know that she has like protein bars and protein yogurts there just to have um, to snack on so that she doesn't end up getting too hungry. She's one of my clients, by the way, which is why she does these things. So that she doesn't end up getting too hungry, she'll have those snacks in, um, and then that'll tide her over to a meal. So if she does miss a lunch or something, she does she does still have something high in protein. Um, take really quick, convenient things to eat. You know, if you had a sandwich, you could have half within ten minutes, and then go back an hour and a half later and have the other half. I know it's not ideal but it's you know it's a possibility and um, that was something that I used to do eat half my lunch before I went to the gym and half my lunch after the gym um, and and like but I do understand that you you when you work for yourself and you want to please your clients and you please your customers we can just say yes 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 but I just want to remind you that if you let your job prevent you from living a healthy life you will resent your job and this is something that we need to do for the rest of our lives like most of us have got our jobs and we're going to work for the rest of our life whether you're self-employed this is like a career for you and so we need to make sure that we don't end up resenting that and that we do a good job for our clients um and that means fueling our body well if we want to show up well if we want to do good hair or provide a good session or do a good set of nails or whatever it is you do, um, you know, a good counselling session, you need to be energised, you need to be fueled. you need to be feeling good, and that's not going to happen if you miss meals, if you don't feed yourself, you're going to feel worn out, you're going to feel low on energy, you're going to make mistakes, um, and this goes for any job, like if you want to be good at your job, if you want to be productive, you need to make sure that you take care of yourself, so we cannot let our jobs prevent us from taking care of our health so I would just encourage you to be really really strict with that lunch break that is the time that you have lunch block it out unfortunately if somebody else wants to book in they'll have to find another time I'm sure that you will still find a time for that client you don't offering your lunch out is not an option and if they say if you know if you said you know, that's my lunch break, and they're like, oh, can't just call me, like, well, no, because I need to eat, would you work through your lunch break, and I'm sure, you know, they wouldn't, Um, and mind you, a lot of people do, but we shouldn't be, it's something that we need to have, we need to fuel our bodies, so, my suggestion is take, Quicker, more convenient meals, like sandwiches, wraps that you could just eat, something that you don't need to leave the salon, just have something in, have things like yogurts and protein bars in as well, so if it really does, shit really does hit the fan and you do go over, you can have a bite of a protein bar, you know, and then go back to it, and then that'll tide you over till you do get a meal, Um, and just remember as well, you know, when we get to the end of the day, and we're hungry, when we get to the end of the day, and we're hungry, we shouldn't be looking for, a um we shouldn't be looking instantly for sugar we should be asking ourselves not what do i fancy what do i feel like we should be asking ourselves what does my body need right now and i know when you get to the end of a working day although you feel like eating chocolate that is not what your body needs and it is not what your body will thank you for so ask the question, when you get to the end of the day, when you're thinking, oh, I'm starving, I'm starving, I just want something to eat, I just want chocolate, ask yourself, what does my body need, not what do I feel like, what does my body need, and then give yourself that, go and get a ready meal, go and get something that's really easy to eat, and don't just indulge on the chockey. Okay, I had to bring this one up, only got two workouts and two runs in, so end of the week, a workout down, so need to plan better this week coming, like, what the actual fuck, chill, stop being so harsh on yourself, this is not helpful to be this harsh on yourself, like, I know she's probably not really beating herself up, she just wanted a perfect week, but it is not about perfection, yeah, it is not about perfection, some weeks are busy, some weeks are sociable, some weeks we're tired, some weeks are not going to be perfect. In fact, most weeks are not going to be perfect. If you did two workouts and two runs, do you know how fucking good that is? Like I was talking about this last week. I I I felt frustrated because I only did two workouts and two runs in that week. Um but I was like, well when I look at it on average for the next 2-3 weeks, that's brilliant. It's more than most. That's super active and it's fucking great. So don't be harsh on yourself like it is what it is you did two workouts and two runs that's more than what most people are doing and it's not about need to plan better next week maybe you were just busy maybe things were more important and that's fine like that third workout really wasn't that essential you've already smashed the week um final struggle before i move through the questions i just haven't been on it i'm not tracking i'm not giving any time to myself just want to ask this person one question what is it going to take to change, so I've just had a discussion with one of my other clients then on WhatsApp and she was just, she's just not showing up for herself and she doesn't know why and um, she won't make any commitments to what she's going to do the next week and she's just not feel, like she's just like, oh I just, I've just kind of lost it, well what is it going to take to change, do you actually feel good for the things that you're doing? So are you feeling nourished? Are you feeling happy with the food that you're eating? Are you feeling happy with the activity that you've done? Are you feeling energized? Are you feeling in a good mood? Or are you feeling like utter dog shit? Because you're eating shit, you're not moving your body, your mindset's in a shit place, you sleep shit. What more is it going to take to change if you feel shit? you have the control, you have the power to change that, I know it's hard to show up for yourself all all the time, I know that, I can't stress this enough, I've been doing this job for six years and I still find it hard to do my workouts, I still find it hard to to make the healthy choice and I don't always make the healthy choice and I don't always show up to my workouts but most of the time I do and this is what we need to Realize is that it's not about doing it when we feel like it It's about doing it consistently Even though we know We're not going to feel like it all the time We know that it's going to do us good It's not about a, what do I find I don't feel like doing that Oh I'm just not up for it Making a little excuse for ourselves We need to show up if we're expecting to feel good We need to show up So what is it going to take for you to change If you feel like shit Do something about it Um, Start small what one thing are you going to commit to this week, what one thing will you do, you might say right, I am gonna do a 30 minute walk outside every day this week, the weather is fucking beautiful this week, like I'm looking outside and it's just sun, it is gorgeous, it's freezing, don't get me wrong, but it's stunning, like get outside, get that vitamin D in, make that your one thing you're gonna do this week, if that's too overwhelming, then make the food, you know, I'm gonna have three meals a day, five fruit and veg, make that the thing, or maybe it's the workouts because they make you feel the best, make that the thing, focus on one thing and just fucking do it, watch how good you feel after one week of just doing one part of the, the program, watch how good you feel from doing one of the habits, so then let that build and do another one in a couple of weeks time, you need to take action, you're in control of how you feel, you need to show up for yourself if you want to feel better, questions, okay, Anything good for hitting protein as I don't really eat much dairy for protein, yogurts, etc. Um, literally, protein is in all meat, all fish. So, chicken, turkey, beef, lamb, pork. um, you've got your eggs. You've got your tofu. You've got halloumi. I know you've just said dairy, but you've got feta, which isn't cow's milk. Um, all of these things, edamame beans, like I just said, tofu, you've got Linda McCartney, corn, uh, Vivera, these are vegan things for protein, there is protein everywhere, there's protein literally everywhere, they make high-protein granola now, <laughs> um, they make high-protein wraps and high-protein bagels, like protein is big, it's everywhere, um, so anything good for hitting protein is basically eat meat, eat fish, eat eggs, eat um things like your meat alternatives like your corn all of that there's loads of stuff that's great for protein so use your meals to hit protein so that could look like turkey bacon and eggs on a bagel it could look like chicken sausages and eggs on a bagel it could look like an um omelette a nice you know free egg omelette on a protein bagel it could look like you said no dairy didn't you um it could look like vegan protein porridge which is like vegan protein powder with an with like an oat milk and oats it's literally tons lunchtime full tin of tuna full chicken breast full salmon fillet full packet of prawns um half a packet of sliced turkey half a packet of sliced ham tons you could have a sandwich you could have a wrap you could have a salad you could have a pasta salad you could have rice like today i had five chicken sausages and um rice and quinoa just a microwave two minute one all i did was did that with some salad and put some peronese on easy okay don't overcomplicate. Overcomplicate it there's also a protein cheat sheet that got sent to you last week Um, and if you can't find it in your messages, then go to the educational platform, and you will find the protein cheat sheet there, there's loads of suggestions, Um, I felt like I said suggestions wrong then, suggestions, suggestions, I don't know, fucking hell, I'm losing the plot, anyway, um, because I was lifting much heavier weights in the gym, so this person was in Lift and Glow, and she's moved online, because she can't get to the gym anymore, um will the progress fitness be different like generally don't know how what we're, how that works what's the difference if that makes sense so you've got less potential for muscle growth at home there's no getting around that unless you buy heavier weights okay so if you're lifting lighter weights at home and you're not pushing yourself to failure like you do in the gym then you've got less potential for muscle growth, I can't really get around, I can't really get away from that, that just is what it is, we do our best with the home workouts, we try and make them as effective as possible, we make them quite high rep, we add loads of pauses, pulses, we really do try our best to make you um, have some muscle growth in them, but you're going to have less potential than getting in the gym, applying progressive overload, seeing those weights go up each week, that is just the reality of it, which is why I do really want people to be going the gym. Um, so you know, maybe you can't get to lift and glow because of the times. Could you go to a pure gym or an any time or a JD gym or anything like that? But if you can't, the home workouts are going to be fine for maintaining muscle. And if you haven't exercised for a while, you will potentially grow grow some muscle too. Um, the home workouts have I have been absolutely shocked. the strength in some of the girls who've done the home program consistently for like a year and then come to lift and glow i've been like holy shit who made you that strong only to realize it was me who made her that strong because they've had a really decent um selection of weights at home so if you're just flinging around 3k 4k 5k you're really not gonna see you know the strength and muscle gains that you would expect whereas if you do push yourself and get heavier weights you you will really really get strong because of the the high reps and so you're more likely to basically you're more likely to build muscle if you invest in getting a decent amount of equipment so heavier weights um so that you are really pushing yourself close to failure in those home workouts you shouldn't be able to do when you're doing a set of an exercise like squats, you shouldn't be able to do like a few more after the set's finished. You should literally feel like you're gonna collapse. <laughs> Not collapse, but you know what I mean, your legs are you're gonna fall over. Um so yeah, that that would be the main the main thing. But what I would say is that your cardiovascular fitness would probably improve a little bit more with the home workouts because we do a lot of tri sets and it's a little all a bit faster paced you get less rest and your heart rate is up for a while so cardiovascular fitness wise the home workouts are probably better than the gym ones um somebody asked do you think i should sign up for the my fitness pal premium it's a bit clunky trying to add meals that aren't in the list or come up when i scan the barcode i've tried to add in the description um, but not sure if you can see them. So I just would not recommend paying premium for my fitness pal. The barcode scanner is a load of shit. Like anybody who's had stuff from Aldi or Lidl, when you scan it, it just brings up some random Swedish ham or cheese, and you're like, hang on, I'm having a protein pudding, or it's just it's just shit. The scanner is crap. I actually don't even use it. And a lot of the scanned entries are wrong. Um, so often. Even last week, someone messaged me said I've scanned these chicken sausages and the calories and protein aren't right for what I've, for for the amount. She did well to notice that because a lot of people don't notice it. So I don't. I, what I do is I look at the packet and search exactly what it says. So if I was having Morrison's penne pasta, I just search Morrison's penne pasta, um, and then I'll look at the packet and I'll look at my fitness pal and I'll make sure that it matches okay we really do need to do that because a lot of people get get it wrong on my fitness pal they'll scan something and go oh yeah that's it but they've scanned it and it's come up at 100 grams but they really at 150 grams of the item because that's a full pot so pay attention to what you're scanning versus what is actually in the packet okay um if you're struggling to search something drop me a message this is something that i can help with Um, I spent a long long time learning my fitness pal and I spend a lot of time still on it now not tracking for myself but finding things for clients so if you're struggling just message me and let me know I can't see what you've put when you put quick ads I can't see it so um the answer is no I can't I can't see it if you quick add it um okay If I can't work out, shall I keep my calories the same? After a day or two, I'm sure I'll be able to do my steps. Do you know what? Because it's only a day or two, I'll keep your calories the same. If you were going to say to me, I can't go for a walk and I can't go to the gym for two weeks, I'd give you a slightly lower calorie target, but only by a couple of hundred. Um, But if you're going to be able to do your steps, I think that the food's going to help you recover anyway. would not really want to take your calories too low when you're recovering. Um, And I would say that you're um like your steps are going to be you're going to be active even if you can't come to the gym you're going to be active by doing your walks so no if you do find that when you um get to it that you're like can't go for walks for a week or two just message me and we'll look at it then next question i'm not a great cook so evening meals scare the life out of me planning i don't have a lot of time to plan a full week in advance and if i do i don't know what to plan amounts um is there a week's guide i could use please okay so you don't need to be a good cook like i've just told you what i had for lunch i had five chicken sausages microwave rice and like threw a bit of salad in and put peronese on top that was zero cooking um ...you don't need to be a good cook... ...you could just literally put fish in the oven... ...like potatoes in the air fryer... ...or chicken and potatoes in the air fryer... ...microwave rice ready meals like you literally do not need to be a good cook to eat healthy we live in a fucking brilliant time where there's so many convenient healthy foods in all of our supermarkets so i don't like this i'm not a great cook i couldn't give a fuck there's loads of people on the program who aren't a great cook and don't say that to be rude that's just that's just the way i am (laughs) it's so I it, it shouldn't get in your way it shouldn't affect you um I'm not I'm a very good cook but I'm just a lazy cook I don't like putting in the effort all of the time I work hard I do long days and so I don't do these big fancy recipes a lot of the girls in the community have got the time to do these recipes but I I just haven't got it in me all the time so I'll get like seasoned chicken you can get it from Aldi or seasoned chicken from like seasoned salmon you get them from Aldi you know just chicken that's already marinated or salmon that's already marinated literally just throw that in the oven do that with a baked potato or a packet of rice or new potatoes in the in the air fryer literally baby potatoes even literally so so easy doesn't you don't need to be a good cook like I can't stress that enough um making a tuna sandwich or a tuna wrap like requires zero minimum effort. You can get ready meals from Marx's ready meals from Aldi. There's loads and loads of things. Like, try not to overcomplicate eating. It's literally just, you know what? Like our all, all mums and nans had it right. Every night my mum said she had meat and three veg, which is basically some sort of meat some potatoes and some veggies they didn't they they didn't well they did mess around with recipes obviously but it was just it wasn't big fancy recipes it was they just ate a bit bit of meat a bit of veg and a carb every night like that's just what they ate and so we don't need to overcomplicate things honestly my my shopping looks like I go to the butchers and I get um chicken that's that's already marinated and i throw that in the oven and do it with microwave rice and a bit of veg. i will make recipes when i've got a shorter day when i've got a bit more energy and i'm feeling a bit more inspired but i don't i don't make fancy recipes all of the time um so i wouldn't overthink this you said is there like a week's guide i could use please We do not do meal plans. They do not work. This is why I don't give anyone a meal plan because I could give you a meal plan and then within that meal plan, you're like, well, this isn't how I eat. This is how Hailey eats or Haley wants me to eat. So you could follow that for a week or two, then get bored of it. And then you've got no idea what to do. In order for you to get results that last, you have to learn a way of eating that works for you. If I gave you a meal plan, there might be all recipes in there and it might be all too complicated. You just need to find really easy things for you. So that could look like a porridge for breakfast. That you literally put hot water in. It could look like a sandwich for lunch. Or a wrap for lunch. And then for dinner. Literally like I've said. Chicken in the oven. Fish in the oven. With microwave rice. Or a microwave baked potato. It's so. It doesn't need to be big fancy recipes. Don't get put off by other people's recipes. They are amazing. And it's good for them. But. We don't always have the time, energy, capability to make fancy recipes. Um, sometimes I wish I lived with my mum again, you know, because she used to make really nice meals. And, like, when I can't be bothered, I'm like, oh, I just love my mum's pesto pasta right now or love my mum's, like, char siu pork stir fry. But I just haven't got the energy for it. So I just bang a fucking chicken breast in the oven and have it with a packet of, pack of plain rice and some veg. Um, use things like sauces and, you know, like chilli sauce... Um, peronese things like that obviously be mindful of portions but they'll help make it tasty so you know there is no set meal plan because everybody eats in a totally different way and giving you a meal plan would not solve anything you need to learn a way of eating that works for you that might be having a tuna pasta every single night for your tea it might be having something different Um, when you said you don't have time to plan a full week in advance this takes no time at all all you need is like repetitive meals. So every week I always buy chicken sausages. I always ha- buy tuna. I always have um things like beans in because I'll do like beans and avocado with chicken sausages. Um, I'll always have things like I'll always go to butchers and I'll get chicken. And I'll get like beef stir fry from the butchers. Like I just get really easy things, and I'm repetitive with it. I always get the same things each week, and it just take might take you a week or two to find that repetitive meal, sh- meal shop, food shop. Um, but you will get there with it. So you don't need to spend loads of time planning meals in advance. It literally takes no time. You could just be like, we're having chicken for on Monday, salmon on Tuesday, tuna on Wednesday, steak on Thursday. Friday, we're going to have chicken because we're going to make fajitas or something. Um, Saturday, we're going to have a Marxist pizza because the calorie counted. Like, I had a Marxist pizza after me run the other day. Great. Was in my calories. Got me 20 grams of protein in. Happy. Um, so, it doesn't have to be complicated. I'm going to do... You're an Ignite member. So, I'm going to do a full food diary review for you uh, when we check in next week. So, just eat food that you enjoy make sure that you are eating food that is based around protein but that is enjoyable for you and fits into your life, doesn't matter what anyone else is cooking, doesn't matter about anyone's way of eating, you need to create your own, okay. Somebody said that they're going away on holiday, so when should she get back on the scales? I would normally say to not weigh yourself the day that you get off an aeroplane. I feel like that's silly. Obviously, you're going to be holding water, and if you've been away, you've probably been eating more food and stuff. So I would say after a week of being back to normal, because this is our new normal. It's not a diet, it's not um, you know, this this you know new plan, this is your new normal. We are creating a new lifestyle. So when you are back. Um, after a week of being back to normal five to seven days of being back to normal um, you know being active eating your three meals a day all of that then I would say weigh yourself then because that'll give you a truer reflection of where you're up to oh gosh i have got more questions I feel like this is a stupid question there are no stupid questions Me and my boyfriend, were discussing what's the difference between a forward lunge and a reverse lunge. He was saying it's the same movement, but you're doing it in a different order. But I was saying, no, they've got to work different muscles because a reverse lunge seems harder. So a reverse lunge is more glutes. So you step right back um, and you kind of lean forward on your front leg. You step right back. And then as you drive forward, your glutes are contracting. When we do a forward lunge, we step forward, and then when we step back, it's more like quads are pushing us off the floor to step back. So that's why I never program forward lunges really, because we're usually trying to bias the glutes a little bit more. I don't really see many people doing forward lunges these days, aside from walking lunges, which are basically like a reverse lunge. Because when you think about it, you you step forwards, and then you um step forwards again do you know what I mean so like the when you reverse back you come back to standing it's the same movement as stepping forward in a reverse lunge so reverse lunge walking lunges are brilliant for the glutes as well um but but forward lunges reverse lunges walking lunges they do work the quads the hamstrings and the glutes but forward lunges are just a bit more quads than glutes because of the way we push back Um, to standing like we're pushing back off that front leg to standing rather than pushing on the front leg to come up if you're watching this on video you can see i'm fucking moving everywhere but most of you can't see me um okay if you use up your calories at lunchtime for example when i went for a roast should i still have something small in the dinner in the for dinner in the evening or should i skip dinner i think the ideal would be not to use up all the calories but if you do what should you do um, my advice is to always eat three meals. I haven't said that though. If you eat your lunch at like three, four o'clock, you might not be hungry for for another meal. So that third meal might just look like a snack. You know, it could be like a yogurt bowl or a protein bar or even a protein shake. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't need to be something massive, especially if you've had a super indulgent big meal so ideally we do want to eat regularly that would be my preference and my preference would be that you don't eat your full calories by lunchtime ideally um but i would say to eat something else but just make it small it doesn't need to be a meal it could be a snack or something you just don't want to wake up in the morning and feel absolutely starving because it's been a long time since you've eaten that's the only thing that i'm trying to avoid Oh, my gosh, I said so many words then. We are done. Um. So thank you all very much for your check-ins. I literally love this day. Every single week I wake up on a Monday buzzing to be alive, buzzing that this is my job. So thank you all very much for all of your questions um, and for sharing where you're up to. If you have any questions through the week, anything that you're struggling with, don't be afraid to use the group chat. Don't be afraid to reach out to me. Let me help you. You need to engage For me to help, don't suffer in silence. And I look forward to checking in with you all again next week. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye bye.